together growing in faith changing communities my dear brothers and sisters today i would like us to reflect on isaiah chapter 55 from verse 6 to verse 9 and on our gospel of matthew chapter 21 to 16. there are beautiful things that takes place in both these readings isaiah 55 and as well as Matthew 20. It is like a two-way traffic. In Isaiah 55, we hear, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. The first question that I need to ask myself, Am I searching for God? What am I looking for in my own life? The prophet Isaiah invites us into a search. And so as we enter into a search, there are certain things that are important for us. And I think we need to unpack what the Lord is inviting us. And to a large degree, what the prophet is asking of us is something unheard of. It is something that we take for granted. Me searching for God. I am looking for God. I am searching for a purpose in my life. I am searching for a direction of my life. I am searching for a meaning in life. And so, dear brothers and sisters, as one is searching in life, there are certain things that come across. The first one is, in most cases, unless I'm very lucky, I will not immediately get that which I am searching for. So for some time, it will take me quite a number of time. And in the process of searching, I will meet different things. I will be attracted to different things, but they are not necessarily that which I am looking for. The other thing that I also find it is necessary to unpack if someone is searching, I need to know in my mind what is it that I am looking for. Because if I am just searching without knowing what is it exactly that I'm looking for, I am most likely to be looking at that which I need, but because I do not know what I'm looking for, I may walk past it. I may also take that for granted because I'm not really sure what is it that I want. The same applies to us in our own lives. In your life, what are you searching for? What are you looking for? What do you want with yourself? What do you want with your family? What do you want with your career, 
what do you want with your life? And that is an important question that I need to ask. The other thing that I also find important to look into in a search. Most likely, if I am searching, I am going to be going through issues. I am going to be going through things. Some of them may be attractive to me. Some of them may be not necessarily likely to be attractive. And so I may shy away from those things. But as I continue to search and as I continue to look for that which I want, I need to have patience and perseverance. One of the greatest gifts or greatest sports is fishing. A fisherman has to practice patience because he does not know when he will catch. And so too with our lives. Why is this important for me? Because my dear brothers and sisters, some of us as we are searching for God, for answers, we lack patience. We want something to be done and to be done quickly. We live in a culture of fast foods, of instant porridge, of two-minute noodles. If I need something, it must be done, and it must be done now. And so we take that same principle and we apply it in our own lives. And so you find that quite a number of people are depressed, quite a number of people are angry, quite a number of people are unhappy. And if you ask them at the core of this unhappiness, it's that they lack a sense of patience. Patience with themselves and patience with God and patience with others. There seems to be this culture that goes on amongst some of us. That we go to God and we pray to God and we expect God to do that which we have asked for in prayers. So we have made God a little bit of a servant. Lord, this is what I'm asking for. And at a flip, a flip of a finger, at a click, I expect God to be a magician to have done the which I want. The other thing that I also find absolutely interesting in looking at searching and looking at seeking Quite a number of people are searching for peace. And I look at myself. Unless I am at peace within myself, unless I have learned to accept who I am, I will always be fighting other people. Until I come home to me, to myself, quite a number of people get married. And you ask them, why do you want to get married? Because I want to live a happy life. 
Or you meet them, they say, well, I love so-and-so. And you say, why do you love so-and-so? Well, because he fulfills me or because he completes me. Unless I am complete in myself, I will be searching for fulfillment in different people and eventually in wrong places. Have I come to terms with who I am? Have I learned to accept who I am? Let me make a jump into Matthew chapter 20, verse 1 to verse 6. There's something absolutely important in that gospel account in chapter 21 to 16, rather. The landowner went out early at the crack of dawn. He went out to look for laborers. And that is something I want to talk about. At the crack of dawn, early in the morning, the God that we know is the one who goes out to search for us. He's the one who goes out to look out for us. And early in the morning, he comes into your life. Late at night, he can still come into your life. In the middle of a crisis, he can still come into your life. When things are going well, he can still come into your life. When things are falling apart, he can still come into your life. When everybody else has left you, he can still come into your life. When you think you are a failure, he can still come into your life. Whenever things are not going according to plan, God can still come into your life. And that is the most important thing. God has not given up on us. He comes into our lives. Now, there are certain things that are important as he comes into our lives. He enters into a covenant with us. He makes a relationship with us. He demands certain things from us. He says, I want to be your God. Would you be mine? I want to love you. Would you be my beloved? I want to be your father. Would you be my daughter? I want to be your king. Would you be the princess? Now this is something absolutely powerful. It is a God who says, I'm interested in you. I'm interested in your life. I'm interested in your family. I'm interested in your marriage. I'm interested in your broken life. I'm interested in your failed life. There are a few things that are important to God and that he utters in this gospel account. Having hired these laborers, he says to them, go into the vineyard and work. Dear brothers and sisters, sometimes I think we forget why we are here. Why am I on earth? I mean, God was not bored when he created us. I was created in order to manifest the glory of God. 
I was created in order to live my life to the full. I do not need anyone's approval in order for me to show the greatness of God in my life. I do not need anyone's approval in order for me to shine and to rise. So there is no need to live your life in a little corner, terrified. There is absolutely no need to live your life waiting for someone's approval. There is absolutely no need to live your life according to someone else's standards. There's something else that I think the Lord is teaching us. He says, go into the vineyard and work. He doesn't say, go into the vineyard and look at others and do what they do. I said, go and work. Are you aware that there are only things that only you can do, no one else can do? That the Lord has asked us to do certain things. That the Lord has entrusted to you certain principles. And so there is absolutely no need to be shy in living your life as best as you can. There is also a warning that the Lord is giving us. Would I stay in my own lane? Quite a number of people are busy worrying about what other people are doing instead of focusing on what they are supposed to be doing in their lives. Imagine if I only focused at being the best that I can ever be and you focus at being the best you can ever be and someone else focuses at the best that they can ever be. Imagine what a wonderful, what a great world we will be living in. Instead of criticizing unnecessarily, instead of gossiping unnecessarily, instead of complaining unnecessarily, instead of putting our nose where they do not belong. The other thing that I also find absolutely interesting is the question that Jesus asked. He asked a fundamental question. He says, why are you sitting here idling all day long? Let me put it differently. Why are you wasting your life? Why am I wasting my life? It means every day when I wake up, I should have a purpose in mind. I should have a dream. I should have a vision. At the end of each day, I need to account what did I do? What did I achieve? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to pray with us and to lead us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.